This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Well, 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 well. The champ is here. The champ is here. 2022 coming in with the champ. First pay-per-view of the year. First pick them with my boys. Timbo. Woody, how you feeling? You're good? There's going to be a lot of luck on this card, man. <laughs> <laughs> if I do take it down, there's going to be a lot of luck. Here's, you know, uh, you know, this t- main and the main event are carrying right. it. But. This tells me everything I need to know about how much they're paying Francis for this fight because the undercard is very weak. Co-main event, great. I actually, I mean, weak as a as is not a lot of name value. Uh, we already got one comment. Let's see. Jeannie Douglas is back, baby. Hey, yo. This is my guy right here. He, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so name value, it's a little weak, but I do think there's some great uh, fights. I think they're going to turn out pretty good. Uh, I like a few spots. I love a few spots. And uh, he went six for, sorry, Jeannie hit six for six last event in this game last week. Wow, I went three for seven, Jeannie. You're doing better than me, but I, I shit the bed big time last week. Kristen, how how Kristen, how you feeling about this car all, all the way out there in Denver, Colorado? Uh, it doesn't really feel pay-per-view-ish to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm like this Della Madalena, like that Rodriguez guy is fighting. Yeah. I mean, I've been busy the last couple of days. I, I don't know who that guy is. Okay. I do. <laughs> I, do. I do. I do. I mean, I'm, you're going to have to start that one out. Okay. I'm, I'm going to need to hear a breakdown of what type of fighter it is. Okay. But yeah, it's uh, I, I'm excited for it. It's a pay per view, you know. I I watch them all, but yeah, yeah, should should be good. I mean, good. I think it'll be enjoyable. A lot of times, yeah. fighters I don't know end up being some of the favorite fights I end up watching. So. Right. I can tell you right now that Pete Rodriguez and Jack Della Madalena is going to be a banger. Absolutely, that's going to be that's going to be one of the fights tonight. However long it lasts, um, there's some really good talented fighters in this card. Again, not a lot of names. A lot of contender series guys. I was thinking about putting a parlay together to fade all the contender series guys, but then I would have contradicted one of my picks that I really like, so I couldn't do that. But uh, that's a good spot. Contender series guys have been really shit in the bed when they get the call up to the UFC. Um, this seems like a card that they they centered around the co-main and main event. They moved Moreno Figueroa, which was supposed to be in December. They moved to this card. And they're like, okay, we're going to do the first pay-per-view. We're going to give him Francis. We're going to give him gone. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, we don't have anybody else ready to go. Let's move this fight here. And then, oh, we got a shit ton of contender series guys that we did in the fall, you know, late summer, fall. Let's put them up there. And that's what we're looking at here. But it sucks that it's $75, okay, because they did jack the prices up, you know. Hey, sorry. Kristen, I know you don't look at bills. You're just you're a guy that just hands your card away and like, hey, whatever it is, whatever it is. You don't look at price tags. 75 bucks. They did increase it. So is this card worth $75? I'm going to say yes because I'm a fucking degenerate and I'm going to be, I'm, I'm hoping to win much more than $75. Um, but I mean, if I'm, if I'm just a casual guy, this might be like a B dubs kind of night, kind of night, right? Mm. Let me go get some wings, grab a beer at B dubs, settle for that the main card. More than 75 bucks. Yeah. Well, if you drink more than one beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, for Tim, for Tim and I, yeah. Yeah. I remember <laughs> when I was, 
when I was drinking, you know, years ago, I, I was I was living in Chevy, and I was like, uh, you know, guys don't know what Chevy is, but it's a little town in Cincinnati. I was with my buddies, like, let's go out to beat ups and just, you know, I don't feel like paying sixty bucks, or and I don't even think it was sixty bucks back then. It was probably like fifty. Yeah, yeah. forty nine. I was like, I don't pay fifty bucks for the the, the thing. Let's just go. Let's just go to beat ups. And I ended up paying like $89 for fucking food and beer. And I'm like, man, I uh, should have just stayed at home. That would have been a lot better. All right. So let's get to the motherfucking fights. Quick, quick question. Yeah, go ahead, quick. Timbo. Just to plug, uh, I guess it's Fight TV. I saw a, uh, a uh, advertisement on Instagram January 23rd. So is that is that Saturday? Sunday. This okay, Sunday. So Sunday, they're doing the... Dosan Junior Dos Santos versus somebody and then uh Is that the boxing? Is he boxing versus I uh, guess yeah. so. I had no, I yeah, had I think, no clue. I think they're I, yeah, I think they're boxing. Okay. So it must be that Triller or something. Oh, yeah, 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 Triller does sure. their stuff on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um so so I think Dos Santos is boxing. I don't know. I think he's boxing like a boxer, like a Russian mean fucker. Oh, and I and I don't know who Vitor's boxing or whatever, but Vitor looks like he's on all the juice. Yeah. All that sauce. Give me all T-S. the pills. Yeah, he he's looking fucking swole. Um, all right, first fight of the night. Kind of a uh, you know, it is what it is. Jasmine Juvedesivis, Jasadevicis, Jasmine versus K Hansen. Jasudavicious, Canadian uh, versus K Hansen. Uh, the line is, excuse me, I'm going to be out of sorts here. Jasmine is plus 305, and Kay Hansen is a minus 260 here. Since I'm the champ, I'll go first. Listen, Kay Hansen's got an OnlyFans. You guys know I'm a fan of Kay Hansen with the way she looks. Um, her face is um, okay, but that OnlyFans, I've, I have not paid for it. But there is a Reddit page, and I'm not going to shout out or plug because they get will get shut down. There's a Reddit page out there that that has some of her stuff, and I have glanced at it. And I tell you what, if you pay for it, you're a fucking bum because there's nothing to pay for. You know what I mean? That she didn't show anything. You know, it's like you could post that shit on Instagram. Anyway, she's getting the money. Good for her. I think she's a pretty good fighter. Uh, she's not looking good her last time out. Um, she's really kind of trying to find herself. She's had a lot of issues when she was younger. She got like, you know, her parents were kind of fucked up. So she got kind of fucked up mentally. And she had like a really hard right. Uh, like, uh, like, you know, she was like a MAGA girl. So she got hate for that. And then she kind of switched it up. Now she's doing this. And she's had some like weight issues where she was too skinny, too thin. I feel like she's in a good place. And Jasmine is, is a tall, lanky girl who knows how to strike. But I just think it's going to come down to the grappling. Kay Hansen can take her down. I think Kay Hansen's grappling is going to be superior here. I think her card is going to be superior here. However... This is crazy for minus 260. I, I do not think Kay Hansen is a minus 260 favorite. Jasmine is just okay. Uh, could come out and surprise. Could be worth a poke at plus 300. Um, this is what the line I got yesterday. I'm sure these are moving. But yeah, Kay Hansen at minus 260 is a rough go. This could be a pass. A pass for me. But I am going to pick Kay Hansen. Timbo. Ladies, bro. Ladies fight. Your favorite. Yeah, this is a shit fight. And... uh I wrote down in my notes that Hanson has no business being this big of a favorite. No, so I, none, I, I definitely none. agree with you wholeheartedly there. Um, you know, I mean, and she's not to say she doesn't have a future. She's 22 years old, yeah. but it all the, it, it bothers me when, cause Hanson's got some, uh, quite a few losses on her record. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, it, it, it's concerning when these 22 year old chicks kind of face these kind of grown woman, Grown ass women have, chicks, right? Yeah, grown ass women who, yeah, you know, there's there's old man strength, but there are, yeah. there might be 
grown middle-aged woman strength. There's a thousand um, percent. You, you meet my mom. She'll throw you through a fucking wall. (laughs) Um, so with that said, I mean, I I can't, again, I I don't think I'd bet this fight. Who am I kidding? Yes, I will. I'll probably just ride Christian with that. But, uh, give me, uh, give me Jasmine just because uh, I I like the dog points here. Dog points. That's not, that's not a bad play. That's not a bad play. This is very bowl of spaghetti. Like I remember Jasmine, the contender series, didn't blow me away. Kay Hansen looked good in like two of her UFC fights, and then she she dropped that last one to uh, McKenna. And she just looked too – she's not ready for it. She just wasn't ready for the win streak that she's about to happen. Christian, female fight. I know these aren't heavyweights, but give me your expertise here, bud. Uh, is this, so this is a 125, not 115? Correct, yes. Okay. And Kay Hansen's fought at 115. Yeah, Kay right. Hansen's probably fought as low as 105 outside the OC, if, if, if we're being honest. I mean, she's not a big, big girl. Yeah, I mean, this height and reach difference that Jasmine has, uh, that's pretty significant. I mean, five inches, five inches both ways. Um, I, You know, if this fight stays standing, I think, especially with that sort of, like, size difference, Jasmine should be able to piece her up. Not, I mean, kind of like the Chukagian we saw last week. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see that. And if Kay Hansen can't get to the ground, which she's only been able to do a quarter of the time in her UFC career. Throwing, he's throwing stats at you right there. There's my there you go. stat you that gotta, right there. <laughs> gotta get something. I, I I don't think Kay Hansen's that good. I, I do think she beat Corey McKenna in that fight, but mm-hmm. um, I'm not really a believer in her. I, and you guys both said it. This line is it's crazy. I don't know where they came up with this. I'm, I mean, not just for like the pick em points or whatever. I'm picking Jasmine because I think she should win this fight. There so, you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay, let me let me propose this for you guys. If K wins, you have to buy her OnlyFans for me. <laughs> if she loses, I'll buy her OnlyFans. I don't think Jasmine has an OnlyFans, but I'll buy it, it better for you. Better not be Rachel Ostevich price. That's for goddamn. What is? <laughs> does she even get naked? I don't think K Hansen gets naked. Like I know her, like her titties. Yeah, Ostevich. Yeah. She see, that's that's own. that's some bullshit right there. Claudia Gadela was the first girl. She charged like fifty bucks a month and got kicked off OnlyFans because she was just poaching pictures like in like sports brawls. So like, no, no, that's not. But now they've now they've backtracked it. OnlyFans. Like Kevin Holland has an OnlyFans. Yeah, doesn't Diego Sanchez? Yeah, like they go and like Kevin Holland broke his fight news on OnlyFans. I hope he's not whipping his dick out and jerking it, but he might. I'm not going to fucking go search for that, but I'm just saying like OnlyFans. Yeah, Yeah. OnlyFans is now like kind of like just, it's almost like turning into a Patreon. Like, hey, pay for my exclusive content and I'll give you some, you know, behind the scenes look or whatever. Right. Who's Kevin Holland fighting, by the way? Huh? Uh, God damn it. He's at 170. I forget already. That's right. He went up. That's right. No, he's going down. He was at 85. Now he's going 70. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. It's 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 a name. It's like a guy we know, but I can't I can't think of it. All right, next up, Matt Favola, cowboy. There you go, Matt Favola, the steamroller versus Gennardo Valdez. Favola minus two fifteen favorite versus Valdez plus one seventy two. Christian, your hair is looking so good. We're going to give you the kickoff on this one here, bud. Favola coming off a horrible performance, seven second knockout against Terrence McKinney. Valdez is a training partner in Brandon Moreno. I think there's there's another guy in this card that is a, a training partner as well. Uh, how do you see this fight going? Look, this is going to be the first of a few times you hear me say this. I am not betting anybody off the Contender Series. I like this is <laughs> we're going on a year now of them just shitting the bed. Yeah, I remember when Ignacio Bahamonde Ignacio lost, Bahamonde. and I he was I was like this guy, you know. And I, I, ever since then, I just 
won't do the contender series thing. It worked out really well for me last week. I'm going to, I'm going to ride it until the wheels fall off. Um, nice. I don't care if one or two, you know, if Valdez gets this one, so be it. But these guys have proven nothing against good, solid veterans. It's funny. Valdez has about the same amount of fights as Ravola, but yeah. Ravola's fought dudes. You got to worry about his chin. I, two of his three losses, I think it was brutally KO'd in. Um, yeah. And Valdez, if I remember correctly, is like a wild man. Right. Um, so I think if he can weather that, you know, Frivola is much more well-rounded and he's been there and these contender series guys stink. Yeah. They stink. Nailed it. There's a reason why they weren't in the UFC. Pre- especially these guys oh, that couldn't brother, even get into COVID. Brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> I'd hit you with it. I agree with you. I agree with all the points you make. You're, you're taking Frivola. Steamroller. The steamroller for Vola. Oh, bro. Isn't it so funny? I know he's from, like, Long Island, but he lives in Tampa. But it's just, like, that's the most, like, fun name to say. Uh, so you're taking the steamroller. Timbo, how do you like this fight here, babe? I'm actually going to switch up the style real quick and offer you guys a prize. If you can name, what candy is this? Uh, good and plenty. Good and plenty, yeah. Bang. Yeah. I was, right, dude, I, owe I you, I owe you five bucks in the cash I had, I had that. I had that, too. Christian got it before me. My mom... When back in the blockbuster days, she would gobble those things up, man. Good and plenty. Those are nasty. First, first yeah, those are not I good. Not I didn't good. do. Like they came as like a gift, basically. So yeah. I was like, yeah. Okay, try you're gonna it. eat it. Licorice? Yeah. Oh, they are. They are licorice. Black licorice. Is it all black or is there? There's not red and black. It's just black. I think they're oh, just they're just colors. Just colors. I think they're just a black licorice. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Man. Yeah. yeah so takes what me back to my like? Jaeger days. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, God, I can't even smell uh, you. All right, go ahead, Tim. I'll break this fight with down. With that said, uh, you know, I'm go- off of what Christian said, man. Like, Travola's been there. It, it is hard to, to trust these uh, these contender setter guys. Valdez is undefeated, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, all of his finishes are all of his wins are by finish. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but I mean, how many times have we said that about these guys that come on the contender series? Oh, they're so good. They look so great in the regional circuit. And they come in against a vet like. Not even necessarily a vet. Favola. Uh, the steamroller of Favola. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Favola's got some, got some decent wins. Like Jalen Turner, I'm pretty high on him. He's, yeah. look, he's looked good as I was there. He fight. beat him in Atlanta. I saw that. I lost. I had uh, Jalen in my parlay. I was very confident in Turner to win that one. I was very upset. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, over uh, – got a win over fucking piece of shit. Uh, Louis Pena, Pena, who very close fight. You know, is, is, he's a very talented fighter. You know, fucking yeah. for his personal life, but still. So, uh, what's the line on this? Did we put a line? My, on? Yeah, minus two fifteen for Favola, and then plus one seventy two for Valdez. Ooh, ah, that's tough. I didn't know it was that wide. That's yeah, so they're ju- they're juicing Favola. He's yeah. working here. You know, I immediately think of like when fucking uh, Gerald Mearscart got fucking blitzed by. Uh, our boy, I can't fucking Hosma, Jemaya, Hosma, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then came back in his next couple performances, yeah. just looked fucking fantastic. Um, <clears throat> I don't think Favola has that in him though, and uh, you know I know these contender series guys got a lot to prove, but undefeated, finished all hey, your hey. fights. And, and, the, and the last time I've seen Favola, it was it was god awful. Uh, give, give me Valdez, give me the Rook. Woo! 
Timbo taking the Valdez. Um, yeah, this fight was was kind of easy for me to break down. Valdez didn't look great in the contender series. Got in a rock'em sock'em robot against Patrick White, a fight that he possibly could have lost. Came back in the second round, showed some heart. He's you know he's from Mexico. He's from Tijuana. Mexican fighters are just always the, it's in their DNA to be just fucking badass as tough as shit. Uh, Frivola coming off a horrible loss, but Terrence McKinney is the real deal. That dude fucking cracks. Uh, I get I don't get so worked up when a guy loses within like eight seconds because he got caught. He got caught before he even knew what the fuck happened. It's the fights where guys go to like the three, third or fourth round, kind of like a Dominic Reyes, gets knocked out by Yuri. Those are the scary ones to me because that guy had taken some big, big shots and then he just he's dead. Um, Valdez mostly though likes to do his work on the ground. He's scrappy. He likes to he likes to grapple. That's his base. Has a lot of wins by submission. His stand up's okay. It's sloppy. He is wild. I think Frivola though, if you look at every fight that he has, that he's very close. He is a really good wrestler, really good grappler. That's where this fight's going to take place. I'm sure we're going to see incredible scrambles. I'm going with Steamroller Favola. I don't think I'm going to test the money line at all. I think I'm going to bet this to go to decision. I think this will be a decision. I think it'll be a close fight, grappling fest, and it'll be a lot of you know switches, a lot of exchanges, a lot of, a lot of uh, momentum swings. And uh, you know Valdez has obviously been training with the champ Moreno in Vegas, so you, hopefully he's in shape and Favola got fucking embarrassed his last time out you know so he's he's looking to write the ship so give me Favola uh and I, I again I'm gonna pick Vola. I'm not gonna play the money line but I do like it by decision all right next up Vanessa Diamopoulos versus Savannah Gomez Juarez this fight got rebooked who fucking cares um I think both these girls stink give me Vanessa at minus 150 uh she's 150 Gomez is plus 122 uh yeah give me Vanessa I'm not even gonna break this fight down I think this fight stinks Jump on it. Jump. Who wants it? Who wants to take the bone? Oh, Tim, you're muted. Mute it, Timbo. I rock with uh, Vanessa as well. She's a former LFA champ. She's uh, obviously got some, some, you know, she's fought some form of competition to sure. be there. Um, Savannah, I don't. I, I literally put my notes. I don't know much about her other than she got armbarred by Lupita first round. So. Yeah. Yeah. Give me, give me Vanessa. And and to be honest, like just on paper, like you think. Vanessa would be a much bigger favorite yeah. than what she is. But, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? Christian, you got any more insight on that? I look at this like kind of like I do the first one. I mean, uh, Vanessa's got a less than 60-inch reach, which is just crazy. It's four-foot-something reach. I mean, that's I, that's got to be the least in the UFC. I think it's going to happen the same way. I don't think that Vanessa can get her down. I think we're going to see – just another Chukagian style piecing up. And if you're going to give me dog money on something like this, yeah, give you it like, to me. You like that dog money. Oh. I'm the dog. <laughs> Both lost to the loopy. Ever since, know. ever since I made that joke about your dad being dog bounty hunter, I've, uh. <laughs> I went, I went back and like just like you, you know, because your phones listen to you or whatever. So it probably had like a recommended video on YouTube of like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh man, that dude. That's I because I used to watch this show religiously back in. That was high. It came out in high school for me. And uh, fuck man, that guy's just something else. I love it, dude. I love it. So you're taking Gora uh, Gomez Suarez. Uh, listen, I mean, it's it's a female fight. Dog money is is great money when it comes to a female fight. 
Um, I just don't like to fight. I just don't like the stylistic matchup. I think both these girls probably aren't ready for the UFC. Um, should it be in the UFC? I know 115 is, is, is that division in the UFC right now. Some of the best women fighters in the world fight at 115. Um, and these in, in Gomez, uh, Juarez came up in short notice, got armbarred quickly. That's why she's here. Vanessa, former champion. She's done well outside the UFC, but again, I'm just not too psyched about this fight. Uh, I just want to move along. All right, next up, Tony Gravely. Gravely? Tony Gravely. He is a minus 250. He's fighting Salman Oliveira, who is a plus 198. Christian, do you like the juice here? Huh? Well, you, you like Tony Gravely? Gravely? Or do you like Salman Oliveira? Well, I've said it was going to be the first of many times I say it. Gravely go. hurt me bad. He was my mortal lock in whatever his last fight was. See, um, I'm I'm against. a he against Nate Manis. He broke Nate yeah. Manis' jaw and then got knocked out in the second round. Had it was dominating the first round, destroyed him. Could have been a 10-6. And Kentucky Nate Manis, man, just dug deep, dug deep. Yeah. <laughs> dug deep, <Yeah>. boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, yeah, I Gravely style, I think it's just like it's such a winning style. Like everything he does, like even different ways to win. I mean, he can control so well on the ground. Oliver's coming off the contender series. Gravely, even though he did lose that fight, like when he was winning it, I, I mean, I was super impressed. And there's a reason he was my mortal lock mm -hmm. in that fight. Um, look, I was wrong, but I, I do believe the guy is super talented. And I'm not. I'm not touching anybody off the contender series. It's just, it's a flat bait, uh, especially <laughs> again, against a good, good veteran. I, I mean, I guess they're both contender series veterans, but right. I pre COVID ones. I trust a lot more than mm -hmm. the COVID ones. Exactly. Um, and this yeah. is like, you, you, you also got to, this is the way I look at a contender series. It's like the NFL draft, Tony Gravely's first or second round contender series. Now we're starting to get into the sixth or seventh round where these, you know what I mean? We're, we got to reset the whole fucking thing before we start getting real talent again. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I hadn't really thought of a good comparison like that, but that's how I feel. This we got a, you know, a first round blue chip prospect going up against you know a guy out of a directional school in mm -hmm. Kentucky. Yeah, down there in Eastern Kentucky, Dry <laughs> County. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So give me. Yeah. Give me. Um, I believe in Gravely. He, yeah. He's, I like him. So it's it a good pick. This is this almost. I mean, we haven't done our locks yet, but this uh, I'm gonna you know spoiler. This is gonna be a guy that's in the contention for my locks. I like Gravely a lot. The only thing I don't like about him is sometimes his fight IQ is a little much. He's very intense, dude. His wrestling's good. His power's good. Sometimes he gets just a little ahead of himself. I think his cardio is pretty good. His grappling good. Sam Oliveira is a submission guy. He wants to get to the ground. Likes to be off his back. Likes to be on top. Has a lot of wins by choke. I think Gravely knows that. Gravely's not gonna get taken down. And I think Gravely is going to be the harder hitter. I think he just has to be smart. And that's what scares me betting 250, making my mortal lock since I lost last week. I'm trying to be super careful with it. But uh, I like Tony Gravely big in this spot here. I think he's a really good fighter that this is a good bounce back fight for him as well. Um, he's also fought. I mean, look at his record. He's fought some fucking dudes out there too. He's got some good wins, and he's twenty-one and seven, which is isn't the best record in the world. But he's been fighting for a long time, high-level competition. So give me Gravely. Uh, I like him uh, in this spot as well. Timbo, who do you like, babe? Literally, don't even need to say anything. Christian fucking made every point that I wanted to make, and then you made the ones that I thought of after that. So yeah, give me give me Gravely too. And he did fuck us. You know, I remember. I think we all took him um, in that fight did. against Manus. I had, and uh, I had Nate. He, I had Nate. 
Oh no shit. I had Nate. Yeah. I didn't bet him. I didn't win any money on him. It was just a pick. I had, I had um, Nate in that fight though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it just to piggyback on what you said, like, you know, just fight smart, dude. You got all the weapons to do it. Mm-hmm. Just don't, just don't get your neck taken. Cause I can, that's the, that's the only way we get Do- dominating every leg. Yeah. Dominating. And then all of a sudden shoots for a takedown. He probably doesn't need or whatever, just cause that's his base. Gets a guillotine, get you know, because Salomon's got some cho- his record shit. He hasn't fought anybody, right? He looked okay in the contender series. He come, he's coming from Brazil. You know those Brazilian records are, are crazy padded, but he does have some submission skills. He obviously can produce that. But yeah, I think we're all all our fucking minds melted at the same time. So for the listeners, for the people that are watching, Tony Gravely might be something to look at. And minus this is two fifty. You said minus two fifty, and this is a good live betting spot too because. I can't lie bet right now, but let's say you're watching Tony Gravely and all of a sudden he's dominating like he did. And the Nate Manis fight might be a bad example because that kind of came out of nowhere and Nate caught him. But um, like say Gravely starts slowing down and all of a sudden Salmon is getting better. I mean, Salmon's going to probably lose the first round pretty big. Probably start, he's going to be losing a fight, so that might be a good hedge out. Uh, you know, he's going to be looking at high plus numbers. I mean, he's already plus 198 right now. So, But I do think Tony Gravely, I believe in him. I do think he's a very skilled fighter. What do you think about that? We're all in yes. agreement? Look at that. We're yeah. all in agreement. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Next up, Jack De- uh, Jack Della Maladalina versus Pete Rodriguez. Jack Della Maladalina is minus 290. Pete Rodriguez is a plus 225. Christian mentioned at the top of the show he doesn't know either of these guys that well. So I'm going to kick it off. I love Jack Della Maladalina. I thought he looked fantastic in the Contender Series. This is a guy from the Contender Series that I was actually really hyped on. Kind of came out of nowhere. He, he represents Australia and New Zealand. I can't really find too much information. I follow him on Instagram. He's in Vegas a lot. He's not with the big camps out in New Zealand or the big camps out in Australia. I'm sure they've cross-trained before, but he's not like a staple of city kickboxing or he's not with uh, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky's coach or whatever. Um, but he's a fucking, he's a really good boxer. He's got slick head movement. he got slick uh, slick boxing. He's almost like, uh, he, he does have power, but he's really... Like, I don't want to compare everyone to the Diaz brothers, but he's very, like, slick, and he just touches you. You know what I mean? He's not, like, loading up and headhunting or potshotting. He's in your face, and he's slipping his stuff. And he's uh, He fought Angelusa, who's, I believe, coming out of the Black Zillions camp on the Contender Series. And a lot of people thought that guy was going to walk through Jack Della Molina, and he did it. Enter Pete Rodriguez. I didn't know who this guy was when, when they signed this fight because uh, Jack Della Molina was supposed to fight. Let me find it here. Uh, he was supposed to fight Worley Alvarez, um, hmm. which UFC vet, right? And Pete Rodriguez had to take a, uh, a short notice. 4 0, all four wins by finishes. The guys he fought are absolute bums, though. He does have good power. He does. I've seen all four of his fights. He does have good power. He does have good boxing, but he has good boxing against guys who aren't good, right? So, what does that tell me? Tells me that he has power. I think he's going to be a little undersized at 170 as well. He's kind of a short, stouter, thicker dude. He's got big legs. That's where a lot of his power comes from. Um, I think Della Molina is just going to walk him down. I think I think this could be a fun fight as long as it lasts. I see Pete gassing. He's never really been tested in his MMA career. He's 4-0. 4-0 guys, unless you're lighting the world on fire, beating UFC vets on all four of your fights, you probably shouldn't be in the UFC. But this is just a call-up because they know, hey, we need to get these guys fights. This guy probably flew in from Australia, New Zealand, was like, I'm not going home unless I get a fucking fight. That's expensive. Um, sure. So they're giving Pete Rodriguez, and this could be a fun fight. But I'm all over Jack Della Molina here. Uh, minus 290, I would bet him at minus 690. Uh, that's how confident I am in him. So give me Jack Della Molina. I like saying his name, too. I keep saying it. So, Timbo, who do you like in this fight? 
I'd be remiss if I fucking dare go P. Rodriguez after that breakdown. Do it, uh, do it, dude. I'm, I'm wrong all the time. I can't, I can't do it. Um, I don't, I didn't know shit about either of these guys. Um, the, the only thing that I really looked at was this guy, Pete Rodriguez, was fighting an icon, whatever the fuck that is. And yeah. he had all finishes there, let me be undefeated. Yeah. And Jack hey. Della Molina. Jack Della Molina. Didn't Chris Della Curtis Molina. fight an icon? Yeah, it's a Mexican organization. Yeah. Oh, no shit. It used to, because okay. there used to be one in Hawaii. And I was like, dude, are they revamping the Hawaii one? Because Hawaii's been like, they banned MMA. They're not legal in MMA. So they don't put on fights anymore. And I'm like, uh, is because Rich Franklin used to fight on a uh, Robbie Lawler, all those guys used to fight down there. Oh shit! Yeah, it's the it's the one in Mexico now. It's I K O N as opposed to the, how we spell icon. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit. Well, uh, yeah, but you know, then you go so Jack Della Molina, fucking Italian. Sounds Della nice, but it is nice. Huh? You guys are missing. You guys are missing half. It's Della Madeline. Let me tell you something, Christian. You are your last name's Costello, and you're not Italian. Okay, that is still breaking my brain here. Yeah. No. No. So, uh, but yeah. So take away his his decision win. I'm assuming it was a dominant win on the contender series. But prior to that, he was fucking smoking everybody he came in contact with. So um, he's like the second ranked Australian fighter I saw, or, or second ranked welterweight in uh, New Zealand and Australia. So. Yeah. Obviously, you're fucking huge on him, and probably yeah. for good reason. So, yeah, g- give me him as well. What's the line on that? My bad. He's minus 290 right now. I'm sure he's going to balloon up. Uh, Pete Robert, guys, is a plus 225. The yeah, one- he already blew up. It's, all, it's like minus 350 now. Yeah, that's I, I figured it was. It's only going to go up once people hear this breakdown from me. I mean, Jesus, guys, I'm moving lines over here. The one thing I love about that, uh, Della Malina, am I saying that right, Kristen? Correct me again. What is it? Della Madalena. Della Madalena. Della Madalena. Jack. Um, <laughs> Thing I'm missing out the love about Jack is is when he's in because he fought Angelusa or Ange Lusa, however you say it. And that dude's a fucking killer. That dude can bang, right? That dude's a prospect. And he was in the fire and he wouldn't take a step back. And it's kind of like Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater took a lot of shots against Giga, but he just fucking it's like a Max Holloway. You just kind of take it and you settle down. You don't get all worked up. That's confidence. And 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 I know Jack, he's 10 and 2. Um, I don't want to get too high on him. I don't want to fucking crown him right now, but this is a really good spot for him. Christian? You're going to get a dog. Tell me dog, babe. Yeah, well, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I spent a little time, like, wiki-capping this, like, kind of in the earlier fights. Because, yeah, I didn't spend. But Pete Rodriguez has got as many minutes as he does fights. Right. He's fought for, like, four and a half minutes. All yeah. So, obviously, he's crushing cans. But that means he's dangerous coming out. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to bet this fight to end round one or under one and a half. That's a good bet. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I mean, I'm going to parlay that. That's because... I mean, either this guy's going to gas like in the early second round or he's might knock Jack out in the first round. But mm-hmm. this thing, it, fight ends around one and under one and a half, like because those are those are bettable odds. So give me that. And give me give me your boy, Jack. I, yeah, I, I like yeah, that bet. I think it's going to be Pete's only chance of victory. And I think he knows that is to come out fucking guns a blazing. And, and he can do that. He does have power. The fights I've seen him fight. The guys he fought are so bad, though. Like, they're bad. Like, the guys are thrown with their feet square, playing it, just throwing arm punches, and the, and he's slipping and countering, and then he's got a big right hand. But it's, I mean, it's, it's a different level now. But he does have... The one thing you can't take away from him is 
His boxing might not look great or might look great against bad guys, but he's got power. You can't take that away from him. The guy can crack. So it should be fun. I like that bet that for a den early. We got uh, Neil, the, secu- the security. Hey, what's up, guys? You hired security? Yeah, I hired security. security. He's here, baby. Russian bots out? Any Russian bot shows up, you're fucking gone. Hit the bricks. <laughs> That's what I used to do to people. I, t- I think I told a story. We-, we would get keg parties and have the red solo cups. And I would go up to my friends, be like, oh, yeah, you pay for that cup? And i throw it behind me, and i go, take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the bricks. Like, we had a huge house, and, and we'll be cleaning up the other night. They're like, who spilled all the beer all over the floor? And I was like, yeah, that might be me, because I was doing a bit where I was throwing people's beers behind me. Uh, but, yeah, higher security. And this is my guy, Neil Security. All right, so next up, we got uh, Michael Morales. Or Morice? Is it Morales? Morales. 12-0, another contender series guy. He is a minus 142. He is fighting Trevin Giles, or Giles, however you want to say it, plus 116. Giles, Giles, I think it's Giles. Giles coming down to 170 for the first time after 185. Mm. So if you guys remember this, like a year ago, he's supposed to fight Kevin Holland, had a heart, like passed out, had a heart scare, and then fought at 85 a couple more times, right? Made the walk, and I think he went one and one or, or whatever. He looked okay. Now he's cutting down to 170. So. We're we're kind of all over the place with with Trevin Giles. I do think he has skilled uh, a skilled fighter, but you know Timbo, you lead the charge here. Michael Morales is another, uh, I believe, a training partner of um, of uh, the champ Brandon Moreno. Looked pretty good in the Contender Series. Very young. People are high in this kid. That's why he's getting the favorite card here. So uh, who do you like? What, what was his number? He is a minus one forty two uh, as of yesterday. I'm sure he's moved. Yeah. Christian, Christian can inform us of that if he has moved. Yeah, I got it. It's, uh, oops. Uh, eh, it's like, yeah, minus 140 plus 150. Okay, yeah, so he's not moving too much, which is good, which is smart, I think. Yeah, minus yeah, 125. That's a, that's a good call. Wow, that feels fucking loud as shit in my ear. That's a good call on uh, Giles moving down, though. I wasn't I wasn't aware of that. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, is, is, so is he still like a full-time cop, or is he... Yeah, I, w- I was trying to figure that out myself. I mean, his Instagram is usually just painted with um, just his training and stuff, so I don't I don't really know. I mean, he's not a small guy. This is, I mean, he's six foot. He's, he, he didn't care. I mean, he's not huge for 185, so this is a good move. He's 29. He's, he's young enough to do it, so um, mm-hmm. I'm always scared with guys moving down weight, so, I, you know, this this gives me a lot of pause. Yeah, likewise, and... Uh... But I was going to pick Morales before I even knew that, but now just knowing that as well, it's just like, and and Jazz is a good fighter, man. Like he, there's no shame in getting fucking starched by Duplessis. There's no shame in getting fucking submitted by Gerald Mearscart. Right. Um, Zach Cummings' loss is a little concerning. He's dominating but, um, too. You got you just got caught by a guillotine. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's going to happen. But um, this Morales kid, uh, granted, he's he's coming off the contender series, but uh, he he looked to be no fucking joke outside of uh his career prior to the contender series and went to contender series, beat a Russian, beat a fucking doesn't happen often. Doesn't Doesn't happen happen often. often. Yeah. Um, you know, kids very young. Uh, I like him. I think, uh, I think UFC might be setting him up here. I don't really think they're big on Giles just one, because he's a health hazard at this point. Right. They're worried about that fucking heart. Yeah. Yeah. And with him going down and wait, I don't like that. So give me uh, give me Morales. Nice pick. Nice pick there, Timbo. I do like Giles, though. I've bet him yeah. a couple of times. I know when he beat the Russian uh, Dol- Dolzis. Roman Dolice. Dolice. That was a good win. He's banging Cheyenne Bays. Dolice, that that Georgian getting that fucking dicking her down, man. 
She left her husband for that guy. What a what a son of a bitch. Oh, that situation. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She left JP for him, man. JP's little 125er. Delete's a big, hairy, <laughs> fucking 85er. And I looked him up because I think Baze is hot. I'm like, Roman Delete. I mean, I've only seen him in the, in the hairy ass in the cage, right? I looked him up. Dude's got some style. He, like, dresses and, like, he's hairy, but he's, he's, he's I can see it. I, mean, I can see it. Good for her. JTP Bay's a little warm. You know, she she upgraded. Uh, good breakdown, Timbo. I like that pick. Uh, Christian, what do you got here, babe? Uh, I, look, Trevin Giles never looked big at 185 anyways. No. I don't, I don't, he looks more like a 170 or, um, obviously we'll see on Friday how he looks at, you know, that'll be it. Yeah. Give us a better idea. Um, look, he's, he's got really good boxing. I, mm-hmm. He's just real crisp looking. Um, he's, he, you know, he does have good wins and respectable losses. He's fought really good competition. Again, this is a really unproven guy, a six-round draft pick, you know, third day coming in and facing a guy that has proven to be pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, a win over Roman Dolice. I mean, I don't think if it was Dolice Morales, I I wouldn't be surprised if the lines were flipped. Flip, right. Yeah, and I mean, that's just MMA math. But I told you I was going to say it a lot, and – I'm going to go with it again. I hope there's a contender series guy I want to take, but yeah. I don't see any reason to to have any faith that this guy Morales is going to come in. You just look at the, the strength of schedules and Giles hasn't blown away and he's right. pretty good in all of them, even, mm-hmm. you know, even his losses. So I, I can't believe he's a dog. That's it's wild to me. Um, that, it might be like the line that I'm most confused about on the whole card. I, I must be missing something. Um, so yeah, give me Giles. That's yeah. Yeah, that's dog price. Why not? Let me interject real quick. Go ahead. So with the with the uh, the six round pick, I agree with that as well, except for these really young guys. Like True. when you're 22, yeah, th- yeah, like, he wouldn't have been on it back back when they first came on. Like yeah, these guys he, who were like he, back then he was 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these guys who were 28, 29, 30, and, yeah. and above. It's like okay, right. well, why weren't you picked before? Sure. Um, right. And you got a guy. Oh, there goes that good play. I know, dude. Sorry about that. Uh, I think it was Jamie Pickett. He was on the pitch. Yeah, he was on the containers like six times. Yeah, yeah. and then get picked. So it's like, Josh Parisian was on a few times. Yeah. So that, that is something to consider. But, Grant, yeah. you know, we haven't seen him face tougher competition. But that I think that is definitely something to consider. One, him being that young and getting an opportunity, it's like, okay, they, they definitely see something there. He's not just like a, okay, let's let's get him, let's get another fucking can in the crush. Right. It's, uh, I think he might be, I don't know, we'll see. It'll be okay. a good one. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, listen, Giles is never – he's almost like a Chael Sonnen type guy. His three losses, he was winning those fights until he lost, right? And you can say the thing about Chael Sonnen. You look at Chael Sonnen's record besides maybe against, you know, John Jones. He was winning all those fights, and he just gets caught. There's a lapse of judgment, whatever. Trevor Giles has that ability. It's just the problem with him is sometimes he slows down a lot with the cardio. Maybe 170 is like getting him in the incredible cardio shape because you have to cut the weight now. If he's still a full-time cop, that worries me because obviously now you're doing like three things. Because before you're you're training and being a cop and you didn't have to worry about the weight cut. Now you're you're training a cop worrying about the weight cut. But his boxing's good, his wrestling's good, his grappling's good. The Roma Delite fight, I think Christian nailed it. If Delite was fighting Morales, or uh, I think Delite probably would be the favorite here. Morales, 22 years old, good kid, looked good in the contender series, fought a tough Russian, made some mistakes though. Um, and I think if Trevin Giles comes into shape, this is definitely a weigh-in type situation. 
Um, and I think you got to go Giles as an underdog here. I'm going to go Giles as an underdog. Morales come out and surprise and look fucking great and be that next guy from the contender series. Because listen, all these guys from the contender series, they're all not going to be shit, right? They're all not going to be crap. But, you know, there's going to be some shining stars. He could be it. He's 22 years old, though. That That's a very good possibility. Neil, the security showed up. Is this at the Apex Center? It is not. This is at Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim, California. The Honda Center. The Honda Center. I drive a Honda, so let go. Um, but I'm going Giles here as a, as an underdog. Giles, excuse me. I had a teacher in third grade, Mr. Giles. So that's why I keep saying Giles. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, give me Trevin You're here. Excused. Yeah, thank you, thank you. That, that that's that's the only name I mess up. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so give me uh, give me Trevin here. Give me Trevin. All right, next up, Honey Bocellos. He is a minus four fifty favorite versus Victor Henry who is a plus 330. I believe I saw something online that this line has jumped tremendously. This fight got rebooked. Victor Henry taking the fight on short notice um, last time and then getting rebooked because of COVID. So now they're on this. Um, I'll lead the dance here. Listen, I like I like Barcelos. I, I, I think he's a stud. I think he's a guy that a lot of people um, uh, don't really throw into that conversation at 135. He does have a loss against a top talent. Doesn't fight enough, but he can wrestle. He can grapple. He can he can do it all. Like he's he's really really good. Victor Henry, I, did we break? I don't know if we end up breaking this fight down or not. We did. We break. did. Yeah. So we definitely did. I thought we did. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So Victor Henry, we've talked about it before. He made all his bones over in Japan. Japan's not really producing top talent right now. So you know he's a scrappy guy. He's a veteran guy. I don't know if this moment's going to be too big for him or not because he's fought in large crowds in front of Japan before. But this is the UFC. This is Honey Barcelos. Give me Honey. Give me Honey Barcelos. Uh, I like him big. He, he could be a home run bet for anybody. If you got a bankroll, this is a parlay piece for sure. Um, this could be anyone's mortal lock. Uh, give me Barcelos here. Timbo, what do you think? Um. So can we all agree that uh, Barcelos beat Tamor Valiov? It was close. It was close. I thought so as well. Yeah, it was close. I have to go back to watch it, but you know what? Since you're my guy, yeah, he fucking beat him. Fuck that. Yeah, he won. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we were all on Barcelos. Was there a 10-8 that shouldn't have been a 10-8 in that fight? Some funky shit went down, Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Something uh something went right with that fight. I I remember having a bad taste in my mouth after that fight. Probably because yeah, it was a short. It was a decision by majority. So some some scorecard was fucked up. Let me see if I can find it here. I can't. Eighty five percent of the people had on topology had Barcelos winning that fight. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, th- what's the line on this? I apologize to keep asking. Uh, that. My bad. Four fifty. Barcelos is four fifty. He's, he's he's a big dog, and he's fuck, he's, dude. He's climbing. That's, he's climbing. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, okay. he's climbing. I got I got to take Henry, dude. He's whoa, uh, hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's a fucking nuts line, dude. This guy's legit. He came from Rising. Okay, uh, good career there. He's beating some fucking legit former UFC guys, current UFC guys, Kyle Phillips, Anderson Dos Santos, like. This guy's not this. This is not a contender series guy that hasn't been there before. This guy's fought in a world class organization. That is a crazy line. Give, give me, give me, uh, Victor Henry here. You do you realize he's fighting a guy named Honey though, right? I mean, you don't bet against guys named Honey. <laughs> so oh, that's that's gonna go on the next T-shirt. You don't bet against guys named Honey by fellows. Christian, you're licking your lips. You're chomping at the bit. 
Let's go. I, hold on. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but your little triangle thing back there, it just, I'm like, is this guy part of the Illuminati? It's a pool. It's a pool thing. Oh, right? is that no, a pool no, thing? No, not, or is that no, a no, shelf? No, no. It's just it's a little shelf. Shelf, okay. It's Molly's office. Is she part of the moon Illuminati, Molly? Maybe. All right. I'm not. I'm, yeah. Keep I an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, this is, so he was my mortal locket. Like, was it? I think it was December 18th. Whatever. Was it the last it card? Did it get bumped on the last card? Or was it the card before that? Not last week. The la- last time we broke it down. No, no. The la- last card of last year. Excuse me. December 18th was the last card. Was that what he was yeah, on so, it? Yeah, it was, okay. it was on that one. Okay. Um, Man, that seems so long ago. I know. This fight got canceled, canceled and rebooked twice. This is the third time it's supposed to been happen. God damn! They really yeah, want Victor so, Henry to die. I don't. I just pissed off because I. It's like, oh, I, you know, the books now know they know exactly yeah, yeah, how long yeah. he's going to come in. So yep. obviously, you know, the public, the sharps, everybody was on Bar Barcelos, nice. and now it's like, you know, now I got to figure out a different angle because it's going to close at minus six hundred and. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's barely parlayable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously I picked him as a mortal lock in this fight, so I'm going to go with him again. Uh, the line stinks. That's, yeah. you know, this minus 300 was great value. Now it's, it's not really bettable. So I'll have to look at some over unders or actually, what is it? Let's just take a quick look. Um, Cause Henry's scrappy. Yeah. I re- I wrote down finish yeah. just because I do think Barcelos can get him out of there, but Victor Henry has been finished zero times in his career, so maybe a decision might be uh, Barcelos by decision might be a nice little play there. Yeah, that's I, yeah. kind of what I'm thinking. So yeah, or Henry by decision. or Henry. Hey, hey, listen, Timbo picked Henry. Henry by decision would be a gorgeous number. Over two and a half plus money, so that would be go. a good angle. That'd be a good angle. Yeah. Got to so. find the angles in betting. Got to find the angles. Next up, Elia Topora versus Charles Jordan. Props to Jordan for stepping up. No one wants to fight Toporia. Toporia showed up at the like the pre-fight, uh, not pre-fight press conference, but like you know he meets with the media in, uh, on Wednesdays, and he was wearing a bright red suit, looking like a fucking killer. Uh, Toporia is, I mean, absolutely insane. Minus five fifty versus Charles Jordan, who's plus three ninety. Timbo, I believe Toporia was your guy. I got next. He won for you. Um, how do you like this fight? Uh, sounds like uh, he's already next. Yeah. Um, fucking minus five fifty. That sucks. Like, you know, I would love, I would love to go back and look at what he was against Ryan Hall. Well, that was yesterday. He's minus six thirty on draft. Six thirty. Oh, he's climbing. Fuck. He was an underdog yeah. in his debut. I hit, I hit plus money on him as debut against oh, um, God, Damon Jackson. Or he might have oh, been. That guy. He might have been like. He might have been like minus one hundred five or something. It was either a pick 'em or a plus, and I remember just should have put way more on him than I should because I was confident. And, and yeah, whatever. He was minus two, minus two twenty five against Ryan Hall. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's just that's the thing, dude. Like, if nobody wants to fucking fight, I'm like, props to you know Jordan for doing it. But I, you know, I think I, I'm I'm fucking wanting to ride uh, Toporia by finish. Yeah. Just because he's that much of a killer. Yeah. Um, that's all I got to say about it. Run, there run, he is. With, uh, that's all he's got to yeah. say. Uh, Christian, how you like this fight here, babe? Yeah, it's funny. Tim wants to ride Taporia to the finish. This is the lady he's going to be saying that on Saturday night, too. Guys, um, the guy's fucking slays. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Dude. Slays. Uh, yeah, Taporia is 
just a savage. Uh, this should be a phenomenal fight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jordan brings it. He, you know, win or lose, like I, I'm there to watch Jordan. I know you, mm-hmm. you're. I mean, you're a big fan of him, right? Who? Me or Timbo? Jordan. I like right. Jordan too. That's another. That's another guy that slays too. His chick is so hot, Jordan. Yeah. yeah, I think he's a great fighter. I've lost. I, I've lost a lot of money on him though. He's he's fell short yeah. from me a few times. Yeah, they, I, I mean, this should be a banger. I would assume just the way both how way both these guys fight. Um, you know, it's a square pick. I, I'm gonna pick Tapori to win. Uh, Jordan's really hittable, and we see Tapori hit really hard. Um, yeah, I think Taporia is significantly better if it does go to the mat too. So I, he's got him everywhere. Yeah. Um, I this is one where I'd be confident enough to to parlay it. Like I'm not sure the Barcelos at that line, but I think Taporia should roll here. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it'll be fun. Yeah, great, a great uh, main event for the undercard for sure. Yeah, great main event too. And, and it just goes to show you. My, my bad to cut you off. No, you're it good. just goes to show you. Like I think here recently, like actually. Th- Fucking great take coming up here. So, uh, (laughs) like recently, like the fucking the main events of the pre uh, the main events of the prelims have been like the old vets who everybody knows. Sure, sure. The dominant cruisers of the world. Yeah. Uh, for instance, on the last the last pay per view, Mm -hmm. and now it's it's interesting to see this new up and comer guy who they're fucking putting on the Mm -hmm. the pre the prelim main event because that's how much fucking faith they have in this guy. So if he comes out and bangs like he's supposed to do and gets people's eyes and and you know gets some fucking pay per view buys, yeah. Sky's the limit for this dude. They're gonna, uh, they might keep, they might do the Sean O'Malley treatment, but Charles Jordan's no fucking no yeah. slouch. Charles Jordan Hall, really? Right, yeah. Charles Jordan is is Jordan, excuse me. Great striker, likes to keep distance, not a big power guy. Um, his takedown offense and his his ground game has been, been the big plague of his career. He's trying to sure up a little bit. Toporia, great stand up, but I think he might be better on the ground. The Toporia thing I like about Toporia is he really, really focuses on the body. He rips the body really well. He's smart. He picks his shots. His cardio is through the roof. Um, I don't know if he went to Florida for this fight. You know, he's an American top team guy. He might have stayed in Georgia because of COVID. Not really sure. It doesn't really matter. Um, I think this dude's ready. I think I've, I've seen him hitting pads this week. He looks fast. He looks in shape. Jordan, killer for taking this fight. I love it. He could shock the world here um, and just go, I'm going to take this dude's hype. Because because according to, uh, I don't know if it was Dana or someone inside the UFC, no one wanted to fight this guy. Everyone was like, no. Fuck no. And Jordan was like, yeah, because I can fucking go take everything that this, they're talking about this guy. And we're talking about right now, and he's lined at 630. You know what I mean? There's a reason ah, you take these chances when you're a fighter like Jordan who's been fighting UFC for quite a bit and does not have a name yet. Not really people are talking about it. He looked great his last time out against Andre Yule. He had mm-hmm. that fucking we are smarter kick. Um, but, um, yeah, I love this fight. I think it's a great fight. I'm going to go chalk to, I'm going to go to There's no way I can pick against him. I think he's that good. I think it's going to be really interesting on the feet because there is a, there's a height, there's a reach advantage and Jordan is very crafty on the feet and he looked savage in his last time out. He's a volume guy. He, he throws with both legs, both hands. Um, and he likes to get hit a little bit too. He likes to mix it up. So that's gonna be interesting. But I do think if Toporia takes it down, we're going to see a world, uh, we're going to be see a different world because he's got great chokes. He's got head and arms, guillotines, rear naked choke, darces. Um, that's something Ground and that, pound like yeah, a motherfucker. That's what I'm. I'm really interested to see. I like Taporia by the by. De, uh, excuse me by decision, and I and I would sprinkle Taporia by um, submission. He could knock him out. Jordan Jordan has shown a pretty good chin, but he could knock him out for sure because he has power. It could be a body shot or whatever. But I do think if it goes to the ground, Taporia is is a different animal. I think we're gonna. 
either Jordan's going to shock the world, which I, you know, I, I, I'm not picking that, but or we're going to see Tuporia show how well rounded he is by taking him down and fucking taking a neck or whatever. So we're all on the same page there. We all love this fucking guy. So let's hope he wins. All right, main yeah, card. Definitely. Uh, this fight stinks. Rodolfo Vera, Vieira, excuse me, six and one versus Wellington Terman. Rodolfo Vieira is a minus two ninety, and Wellington Terman is a plus two oh five. The line seems so weird to me. If you guys don't remember, or the, uh, you guys probably do, but the people at home, um, I think that Rodolfo Vera is the, or not think, excuse me, Rodolfo Vera is the eight-time, 20-time jiu-jitsu world champion that got submitted by Fluffy Hernandez by a choke. He has since came back and won a fight against Dawson Stufels, but that's got to be embarrassing. You got you to gotta go back to brown belt if that happens. I mean, Fluffy Hernandez is a great guy, but not the best fighter in the world. And you're, you're entering Wellington Terman, who was, this next Brazilian prospect. And then it turns out he doesn't have a chin. So uh, this line to me is priced very, very weird. I'll kick it to Timbo. What do you like? What do you see? What do you got? Let's go. The fluffy, fluffy Hernandez was uh, no doubt embarrassing, but I, I, I think I'm going to actually bet uh, fucking um, Vieiras. Say pronounce it right. Vieiras. Vieira. By submission. Oh, um, Okay. Yeah, Wellington doesn't have one win that's impressive. He his his you know, strikes landed versus strikes absorbed is opposite of what it should be. He's lands about two takedowns per 50, 15 minutes at a twenty two percent rate. That is dog shit. That's stats, and, baby. That's we, stats. And it's, and, it, and it's also him attempting a shit ton. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna say I mean I can break down real quick, but like, okay, you're landing twenty percent of your takedowns and you're landing two, so that means you're doing like tw- what, like fucking 12? Maybe like 12, but anyways. You're trying 12 and, and missing on fucking 10 of them, Yeah, uh, which is shitty. And if he's going for that many takedowns in this, against this guy, he's going to get caught in a choke. Right. That's just what's going to happen for sure. So give me uh, Vieira. Vieira. Rudolfo Vieira. Uh, Christian Costello, the guy that with the right. flow. Um who do you like in this fight? This fight's interesting to me. I want to see your take. Timbo's seemed pretty confident, and I like that. Yeah, I actually like that too because I this is one where I do feel like the line is kind of off. Um, I definitely think Wellington Terman's more well-rounded. He might he's got skills in every area, but just not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I, you know Vieira's a heralded. Uh, bjj practitioner and that should be enough i think with the restraint he showed in his last fight against stoltzfus um you know he was standing and banging for a lot of it before mm-hmm. he finally you know it's he kind of wore him down uh i like to see that because the way he gassed against fluffy it, it yeah. looks like he learned and that's what you want to see because, right exactly. you know he's he knows he's working like he has 15 minutes to take the neck home um the obvious worry is a guy that can gas that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Terman's, I think, I don't know. I think I heard he's like a purple belt, something like that. So, you know, he's got some skills there too. Obviously, almost nobody in the world's on the level of Vieira. Uh, I, I don't love the line, but I'm confident enough that I still think I'd line it maybe closer to like minus 150 Vieira. I, I still think he's the deserve a favorite. I, I just don't think Terman's that good. You know, this isn't Sam Alvey. This guy's going to do he's, he's a lot more dangerous in those 15 minutes. So, yeah, give me Vieira here. 
You see Neil, the security. Yeah, Vera <laughs> took therapy lessons after this mission loss. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, well, is that legit? He, he really yeah, did? no, I that was. I think they said it on a broadcast. He fucking went in like a depression. I mean, jujitsu is his whole life. He just got choked out, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's crazy. Um, I think you guys hit on really good points. I think Vera did learn this lesson. I think he. When you look at the the fluffy fight, which is a fight I, I rewatched, I did not watch his Stolfus fight. Rewatch the fluffy fight, and Vieira's ripped, like he's shredded up. He's, he carries a lot of muscle. No matter what you do, there's not many guys that can carry that much muscle and have great cardio. It just eats away at you. That's why it's so funny to me when not people who don't know fighting will see like a bodybuilder and be like, "Man, I don't want to fuck with that guy." Why? He can't even throw a punch. He'll be tired in three seconds. This isn't a weightlifting competition. But um, Vieira learned from that because he was muscling a lot of his stuff. He was trying to get Fluffy out of there. Fluffy stayed calm. He realized this is MMA. This isn't jiu-jitsu. And then Vieira gassed. He slowed down the Stofus fight as well. It was a very, very sloppy fight. Stofus is like Wellington Turner. Wellington Turner wants to get this fight on the ground. He, he likes to grapple. He's a bigger guy. He's a young kid. He's strong. Um, and I don't think that he's going to want to do that. He's going to want to play it safe with Vieira. Vieira is going to have to hunt for some takedowns in this fight. I don't think Wellington's going to want to take Vieira down. And I think that's going to be the problem. I think Vieira's going to lose a stand-up battle. And I think he's going to try to take Wellington down and maybe eventually get tired. Um, I think Wellington Turner's not that good either. I was high on him when he first came in. I was very interested in the fact that there's this Brazilian guy named Wellington, which I think is a cool name. I really don't associate that with people from Brazil. But... um, But yeah, he's a young kid. He's 25, but he's been so inconsistent. His chin's been a problem. Um, and but I, you know what? If you're giving me plus 205 against a guy that got choked out by Fluffy Hernandez, I'm gonna take it. I'm taking Wellington Terman. Uh, I think he can win a decision. I think Vera can get tired again. I think this is gonna be a fight where it's gonna play out on the feet, and Vieira's gonna maybe search for some takedowns eventually. But Vieira against the Solstice fight looked like he had a little pop in his hands, and Terman's chin is just non existent. So if Vieira gets a knockout. That's something maybe I would I would play like maybe like 10, 15 bucks on Vieira by knockout because plus seven hundred. Yeah, because you know what plus I mean? Because ten by the submission, which I, I think I think Wellington's gonna do Wellington has good, you know, uh decent takedown defense. And I, I I think he's gonna keep the fight on the feet as much as he can. He knows I, I'm not gonna fuck with this guy. You know, he knows I like the grounded pound route. You like the grounded pound so route from I Vieira? I like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So by knockout, you're getting plus seven hundred or TKO, whatever, KO TKO. Uh, that that might be worth a squeeze right there, but I'm gonna pick Wellington. Um, I don't have many dogs on this card. I, I didn't. No dog really jumped out at me, so uh, I gotta take some dog shots. You know what I mean? So, I'm the dog. so you know, I, I yeah yeah I gotta take one. Uh, How does I, he win though? What's your method of victory? Then? I think decision. I think decision. I think he wears Vieira down, and he could finish if Vieira gasses like he did against Fluffy. Wellington could TKO. Wellington's a big dude for 185. He's a big kid. He's 25 years old, he's young. He doesn't have the best gas tank either, but if this goes long and Vieira gasses, I mean, he's quit before, he'll quit again. Um, but, yeah, I, I see Wellington win by, by decision if that's going to happen. Plus 550. There you go. Hey, hey, I do- double both both of them, two Fs. And next up, Cody Stamen versus Saeed Nurman Madoff. Nailed that. Fuck off. Stamen plus 168, and uh, Saeed is minus 210. Christian... Are you taking this is a this is a tough fight. This was a tough fight for me, and then I finally was like, you know what? Let's just let's just fucking pick it. Go ahead, Christian. Man, we got a classic grappler versus striker matchup right here. Yep. If I told you that the grappler was a country boy named Cody Stamen fighting right. the striker, Saeed Nurmagomedov. You I mean, if you weren't a pretty serious fan, so you- 
So Michigan's country to you? Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> so Paul, is Ohio country? Yeah. <laughs> no, we ain't country boy. Cornfields. Nah, that's Iowa, man. Ain't no fucking cornfields here. <laughs> uh, yeah, this. I mean, I think you're gonna see. Uh, yeah, a Midwest boy named Cody Stamen. There you Russell go. Fuck Nermago Madoff. It's gonna be fun right here. That would be. Um, I think he. I think he had to change his last name. That happened, right? It's gonna happen. Oh, he's a fantastic wrestler. He is a guy that's a striker that's susceptible to the takedown. Uh-huh. I, I mean, this is that last name tax. Like, mm-hmm. like I, this is as extreme as it gets. Um, I, I just feel like, I, I mean, I don't. You know, the books are sharp, but I don't understand this. Like, it, Cody Stamen, if he st- if he stands and bangs, will get pieced up. Like, mm-hmm. no questions asked. But he's a, I mean, he's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, that's that's my breakdown. Cody Stamen is going to take this <laughs> take this Thermogamato down and wrestle fucking for fifteen minutes to a 30-27 decision. I love that's it. that. I love it. I love it. I'm going to disagree with you here. So here's what here's one <laughs> bet. Oh, we bet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I, maybe I bit off more than I can chew right there. Let me think about it a little bit. <laughs> Let me think about it. Let me tell you something. You're suspect. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do twenty bucks. <laughs> twenty. Twenty dollars. All right. All right. Um, no, my breakdown was. I, I. I think I texted you guys Monday about this fight being a tough fight for me to pick because, you know, you're getting the last name. You're getting the the, the plus money the last name, but. I went back and watched his fights, and, and besides the Barcelos fight, he's really clean on his feet. His wrestling is is not like uh, Khabib. It's, I don't know how is he related to Khabib. Is he is he related to him at all? Are they cousins? I don't think they're related. I don't think, I think they're related. Right? I think Umar is related. Umar, to yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think this guy. I think this guy trained with Zabib in Jersey. I think he it's was like the Smith of Dagestan. Right. It's, it's a, it's a yeah. very common last name. Right. That's what I thought. I knew there was a number made off that wasn't related to uh, Khabib. Anyway, I think his stand up is really slick. Cody Stamen, it, it's been a little inconsistent, but his wrestling is, is unreal. It really is. Problem is, is, is he likes to box too. And in, in, in the, in the Dallas really fight, which was a very, very good fight. He kind of got broken a little bit. Um, with just the cardio. And I think that's not going to be the issue here, but I do think body kicks, head kicks, long range punches are going to be the problem here. This is going to be a greasy decision. I think this is going to be Stamen's going to land like eight takedowns and Saeed's going to get up from him. And then Saeed's going to land up more strikes. And then the judges are going to be like, well, which one do we, how are we going to score this? Are we going to give them more value to the takedowns to the strikes, whatever? Um, very interesting fight. I actually think this fight's a really good fight. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Um, I'm going to go Saeed here. I'm going to go Saeed. I'm going to go the favorite. I'm not touching this besides Christian and I's little $20 bet. Um, I may do, I think this fight will go to the decision. I don't think anyone's finishing. That could be like a parlay piece. I'm looking to kind of parlay this card up, do multiple parlays. Um, so that might be uh, one of my par- parlay pieces for a parlay is, is this fight will go to the decision for sure. Um, but I like Saeed. I think he's a little bit cleaner on the feet, and I think it's going to be a close decision here. And, and uh, yeah, the last name might might steal it for him. Uh, Timbo, what do you got, babe? There's one thing we're all in agreement on. It's definitely going to decision, and that's, that's minus 250 right now, uh, that's which is a bad. perfect parlay. That's a perfect, perfect parlay piece, Perfect. Um, I think you both fucking nailed it. Um you know, 
I think I just go dog here just because yeah. I think it's such a it's that, that was my initial up. I was like fuck it dog because Stamen's such a good wrestler it's gonna go to a decision to yeah end. I mean when we're so I, yeah, that, I'm glad you brought that up, Tim. Because minus two fifty, but if it's yeah, gonna go, that, to decision, that's a good value. It'll probably go greasy. up, especially after the streets hear this shit. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, Michael Madoff is good. Listening, <laughs> <laughs> Madoff does have a seventy percent takedown defense, which yeah. which is something to definitely consider. But um, you know, like Christian was saying, man, Stamen's like a different breed of wrestling. If if he fucking does it, like right, you know, I can't I can't stand these guys who go in there. It's like, well, I need I need to. I need to strike first to open mm. it up. Yeah. Bro, no, you're elite. Just yeah. fucking go for it. Throw like, right hand and fucking grab a leg. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And Cody yeah, Stamen, no. like, if I look at a picture of Cody Stamen and I've never seen him fight, never seen his record, I look at the picture and I go, oh, that's a guy that wrestled. Because every fucking guy oh. that re- that wrestled in high school looks like Cody Stamen. For, uh, my mm-hmm. high school. They're, they're built the exact same. They all fucking look like that. So I'm like, I knew from the minute he's a wrestler. Yeah. And and he he's fucking hasn't taken any fights off either. He's fighting some yeah. pretty legit dudes. Yeah, he really has. Um, you know, Jimmy Rivera being one of them. Like he's not fucking chopped lever. He was elite at one. He point. looked good against Marab. We all know Marab's a killer, mm-hmm. right? Marab just hasn't got that shot. Yeah, he looked great against uh, uh, Marlon Marais. But that Marab fight in the beginning, like Cody was hanging with them. But Marab is just that he's the next level right now. Yeah, and Marab didn't even land that many. T- I think he landed like five takedowns. I think a, I, that fight. I think a lot of it was on the feet, and then the takedowns he did land, it was kind of nullified by Stamen. Stamen worked his way back yeah. up. He just gave him up, but didn't give up any damage on the ground. Yeah, five takedowns throughout that fight, which yeah. is, may sound like a lot for the for the viewers, but that's not a lot when you fight Marab. No, Marab gets five takedowns in a fucking round. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, give, give me Stamen here with the dog points. Yeah. Only because of the dog points. So 100%. If this is a pick I'm probably land in Maga Madoff. But right. I think, I think the smart money, the smart play, even though I'm contradicting my own pick, is going to be the dog money. You want to look at value. You want to look at – see, sometimes when I look at a card, I go, I go value over who I think is going to win. Or if it's like a 50-50 fight like this, 50-50 fight for whatever reason. I was on Stamen earlier in the week, and now I'm like, I think it's going to be such a weird decision with Saeed being very clean on the feet, and he could and he could really piece up Stamen, and he's got the reach and everything. So I just I kind of leaned that. But I think if you're listening, I think the the dog play is is a smart play here. All right, the toughest decision. fight decision decision decisions the decisions to play. And then if Christian's listening, which he is because he's on the podcast, Saeed's going to win. So give me them 20s. Uh, Michelle Pereira versus Andre Filho. Pereira is a minus 310. Andre Filho is a plus 240. Shout out Chris Curtis. He destroyed Filho in the PFL. Body shot, body shot, body shot. That's my guy. Um, this fight's tough for me to pick. I want to I want to end on me. So Timbo, give me your breakdown of this fight so I, I can hear what you guys say before I pick. I mean, this just goes down to fight IQ. Like, we know what Michelle Pereira is fucking capable of. Yeah. Um, if he could just exert his energy and his, his dirt, like, stamina into the right fucking shit, which this is a great opportunity to do. Like, really big pay-per-view. You're pretty high up on the on the main card. Yeah. Um, Phil Fielho, uh, is he making his UFC? I think he's making his UFC, UFC debut. debut. Yep. On short he's notice fucking, as well. This was supposed yeah. to be Muslim Salikov, which was a fucking banger oh, of a yeah, fight. That's right. That was crazy of a fight. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's the line here? Did you say the line? Yeah. Like excuse that? me. Uh, as of yesterday, Christian, if you can update me if it's moved, Pereira was minus three ten, and um, Fihol was plus two forty. That's about right. And that I mean, was Fihol and that was, was fan. I get all my I got all my lines. These lines from Fanduel. 
clarify. Yeah, and Lang Duels, yeah, it's about the same. Same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, unless you're a fucking like, unless you've been doing some real digging, like this guy Philho, he's been knocking out bombs like James Vick and minor league organizations. <laughs> I knew you were going to stop James Vick. <laughs> you got to. You like, have that's, to. That's not impressive to me. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Shout out to fucking the, uh, the Texas Kishner. Texas <laughs> Kishner. <laughs> only thing good about him is, is his fucking middle name. But yeah. uh, or his nickname, but yeah. So give me Michelle Pereira. Like I, I think uh, I, I'll look at it while you boys are breaking it down. But I'll probably like the decision here, just because for some reason he doesn't seem to finish people. Yeah. Um, when I think he could, but um, which which also might be his downfall because we've seen him gas against the fucking puny white boy. Fought, I can't Trist- remember his name. Tristan <laughs> Connolly. Who yeah. Fought, who, Michelle Pereira is like the biggest one seventy there is. I'm- Chris, Tristan Conley fights at like 155, 145. And he's got fucking out wrestled because he did 20 backflips getting into the goddamn cage. And then he did another 10 backflips during the fight. <laughs> yeah. like, no wonder you're tired, you fuck. Ah, this was yeah. a capoeira. So <laughs> if he exerts uh, the energy the right way, I think I think it's an easy win. Um, so yeah, give me give me prayer. Give me prayer. Look up that, that Christian, who we got here? <sighs> So we were, yeah, we discussed this one a little bit, um, and I was like, oh, maybe Fialho could get the the third round, but he's a he's a gasser too, so he's less skilled. I mean, he might not. I mean, definitely can't hang in break dancing. That's for sure. Yeah, no one can. Um, as long as Pereira can, yeah, do only one backflip, maybe just like one break dancing move before the fight instead of like the entire way out. Yeah, like his entire walkout. He should be fine. Um, he's really good, and he has calmed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's legit. Never actually. I mean, well, I guess he did lose that fight to Connolly, but his uh, he was winning. The Di- so yeah, the Diego he, fights bullshit. You're right. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the DQ. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Diego was like. He's like, if if I say I can't continue, will he get disqualified? Yeah, like, will I, will I win? Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't continue. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot! You're you're on TV, Diego. You fucking god, that guy. Yeah, I was surprised you were having so much trouble with this one. I don't. I mean, Pereira, I think, has only been knocked out once, and it was to your boy, that Dusko. old guy with the head movement. Yeah, Dusko. Um, yeah, yeah, Dusko. Dusko got him. him. He's got some good hands. Yeah. And so, that was at 85, too, I believe. Well, I was prayer, prayer bumped up, which isn't that big of a deal because he's fucking massive for 170. Yeah, I was yeah. just always shocked that he's at 170. That's crazy. Um, yeah, this is this is a tough uh, tough debut opportunity. I'd like to see Fialho against, you know, maybe one of these contender series guys. Sure. It might be something I'd like to see. But, yeah, yeah I think prayer has got him every, everywhere. Um I don't know the method of victory, but I even minus two eighty is bettable for me. Not straight, mm-hmm. but you know, we talked about some really good parlay pieces earlier. You stick him with the previous fight uh over, you're getting about even money. So there's there's ways to work it. Uh prayer's good. Yeah. Curious to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah, so I, I did come to the conclusion. I finally kinda it, the one thing that really kind of set me up besides the Dusko fight. Pereira does really, really well against other strikers because his chin's great. 
He has power himself, even though he doesn't have a ton of finishes. He does crack. He's unique. His stance is weird. His timing's different. He gives a lot of strikers problems. Andre Phil started his career as kind of a grappler, and then now he's kind of transformed into a striker. He's been finishing a lot of people with strikes. He's, his last couple finishes are former UFC guys, guys that have been looked at by the UFC. Um, you know, he's 14-3. He's a big, strong guy. He belongs in the UFC for sure. This is a tough debut. So the one thing that really kind of hung me up is, is I want to feel because I love the number. I thought it was a great number. Pereira is a wild man he can come out and, and gas from his little choreographed dance he can blow a knee out no one fucking knows but he is a legit guy he's very very good and he has calmed down a lot right and i feel like he's his cardio is is really giving him um uh or his cardio is getting a little bit better i showed you that video of him and devison next to each other they're both shredded the fuck up i think the fight getting pushed because this fight was supposed to happen last week or two weeks ago whenever it was this fight getting pushed uh, you know, it was supposed to happen last week with Muslim, and then and then they they pushed for this weekend. I think it's only a good thing for Pereira and Fihol, who were taking on short notice. But the one thing that I got hung up on was I wanted Fihol from the number, but Pereira has looked so good against strikers, and Fihol has proven to be a pretty good striker as of late. And his cardio isn't that great. And he's taken on a wild man in his debut. So I'm going to take Pereira as well. I'm not super confident in the pick. I don't know if I'm going to play this in any kind of parlay. It's a little too high to maybe do straight up. Um, this could be a really good live betting thing too because if Pereira comes out and he does 10 flips, you're like, oh, he's the fuck hammer field in because this guy just keep, he won't stop fucking flipping. Um, but yeah, I like Pereira. I, I came to the conclusion that, listen, Pereira is really good against fellow strikers. He took down Nico Price, which was a good fight, who, who, who likes to bang up. And uh, yeah, so give me Pereira. All right, Chaos Cass, Williams too. He looked real, Cass, real Yeah, patient, Cass Williams. Dude, way. Cass Williams hits like a ton of bricks and, and Pereira took shots. I mean, he and he didn't get wobbed. I mean, I'm sure he got buzzed, but he didn't get like fucking put down or nothing. He took big shots. All right, co main event Miranda Moreno versus Devison Figueroa. Moreno is a minus 188 favorite. Figueroa is a plus 152. Uh, Christian, tell me what do you like in the co main event here? The 125ers, three trilogy fight, draw. They're probably going to fight four times. Had a draw. Uh, Brandon choked out Devison, which was Figueroa's worst uh, performance ever. Let's see what Neil the security is saying here, though. The crowd is also going to have pair of hype. That oh, is, yeah. That's a good point, Neil. Right. Neil the security bringing facts. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's true. That, But that could also be a downfall. He could hear the crowd fucking, yeah, I'm in L.A. I want to be on Dancing with the Stars and 20 flips. He's done. Um, all right, Christian, come in event, 125ers. I love that they rebooked this. This was another tough fight for me to pick. Um, give me your thoughts. Man, I don't love rematches. I like trilogies even less. But this is one that I think that actually kind of does make sense. Yeah. Because for all intents and purposes, they're one and one. Um, yeah. I think I think almost everybody. Well, because it was that fight. weird point yeah, deduction and, that and made it a draw. Had, I mean, some judge scored the fifth round for Moreno, which was laughable. Yeah, yeah. So I just look at it like they're one and one. Um, I think there's some concerns about Devison's age. I mean, that's, you know, it's, he's only 34, but 34 at flyweight, and he is a massive, Big guy. massive Big boy. flyweight. Yeah. Um, you know, the more he does that cut, I, I mean, I've never cut weight, but everything I hear, it, it does just like everything, doesn't get easier the older you get. Yeah. Um, so I've got some worries there. I, another thing is – Winning a decision, it's you know, it's it's gonna be tough. And um Moreno is just I mean, 
un like seems like unfinishable. That mm. dude, his chin is granite. Cardio He's, great. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I still look, I picked Devinson in the first two fights, and I'm not gonna stray from that. I, hey. I think he is so physically imposing that I, as long as he can impose that will for at least, you know, he really has got to probably win the first three rounds or two of the first three. Um, just because Moreno looks like he's got the best shit in the world. I mean, doesn't mean he can't get caught, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that gets caught in a guillotine. I mean, it, if he's overly confident, which she doesn't seem like that type. I, I just think that Devison, even though he's getting older, still has all the tools. He's got the power, the strength, and, I, I think he's a little bit more skilled. I, that might be debatable, but yeah, I'm going to roll with him. Roll yeah. with him for the. And he's, and he's plus time. money, plus money on a, yeah. on a, it, these guys could fight 10 times. All 10 fights could be very close. The second fight, Devison didn't show up. I don't know what it was. It was maybe too quick, bad weight cut, you know, COVID was going on. A lot of things could have happened, but Moreno is a guy that is just only going to get better. He was in Tijuana for years Never wanted to come to America. He came to America as a Cejudo training partner, and now he makes Vegas his home. And ever since he's done that, I he's, thought he's back in Mexico. I think he does both. He's, he, I think his training camps are in Vegas. I know that because on the embedded, he was he has a house in Vegas now. Okay, and all, and the guys that are on the card, Valdez Morass, were staying with him. Uh, but he might he he might split time. But I know he does his camps here. Um, either way, Moreno is, is an absolute stud. He's a guy I've doubted his whole career. Uh, I remember. On the Ultimate Fighter, when he was on, he was the last, the last ranked guy. Fought Pantoja, gave Pantoja a good fight on the Ultimate Fighter, lost, and then made his debut before the winner did because he like got called up. He's been mm-hmm. cut by the UFC since then. Got brought back because 125 was in limbo. Um, young kid, dorky, goofy, loves Legos. You know, usually I would make fun of somebody like that, but Brand Moreno, he's, he's a little cute little guy. You know what I mean? I can't make fun of him, but down to the fight. Listen, Davison looked terrible in that first or the second fight. The first fight though, what I saw was a guy that went with his hands down, right? Cause he's so powerful that he got away with it against the Joe B's in the world and got away with, with some other fighters hands down and he a little head movement and he throws big shots, but Moreno's boxing is getting a lot better. The second fight, he tagged Figueroa a few times. I don't know if he dropped him. I'd have to rewatch the fight. I did not rewatch the second fight, but he might have. I know he definitely buzzed him on the feet. Moreno is getting better and better. He's getting bigger as well for 125. He's filling out the frame and cutting the weight to 125 when you're 34, when you've already had weight issues, is a problem. Now, the big thing is he's in Arizona. Figueroa left Brazil, went to Cejudo's gym. Suhudo has a big problem, Moreno. He calls him a traitor, everything. And Figueroa looks to be in incredible shape. The only issue I have with a guy switching camps is historically, and I have no stats to back this up, but I feel like the very first fight with a new camp, there's still some things you got to work out, right? And I think Figueroa, who's like a country guy in Brazil, he like has bulls and stuff. Maybe this is what he needs to do to get focused. You know, he's got kids on the embedded. It was like his son's birthday. He's FaceTiming him. So either that's going to be a distraction because I don't think he's ever done that before, or that's going to give him motivation. Either way, I see this being a, an unbelievable fight. Long story short, I'm taking Moreno. I think it's going to be and still. Um, I think it's going to be incredibly close. I can see both winning values on Figueredo. I just think Moreno has the confidence and knows, like, I've taken this guy's best shot, and I know what it is to beat him. And, he, and fucking Moreno's great on the ground, too. That's I mean, obviously we saw that in the second, second fight, but uh, I'm hoping Figueredo is focused, hungry, 
wants the fight because I, I'm rooting for a fucking great fight because I don't know if I'm going to bet this or not, but I'm rooting for a fucking fantastic fight. Timbo, give me your thoughts. You know, it was some time ago, and I was just on his page. I need to go back. But I think a really interesting fight to go watch. When was this? Oh, this is 2019, so we're talking two and a half years ago. Um, the Figueroa fight versus Pantoja. Mm-hmm. So Figgy won via decision. But do you guys remember that fight at all as far as the – you know, because I feel like that game plan would be this game plan because Pantoja's tough too. But um, it, it was just so, like – you know, when you go at some, it's very Amanda Nunez versus Julieta Pena's sale. Like, bro, I just threw the fucking kitchen sink at you. And, yeah. and now I don't have anything else to throw because I just right. threw everything. Like, what, what am I going to do now? Like, and I'd like to see how he went, you know, how he handled himself during that Pantoja fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, he obviously won. So I think there was some, some goodness there. Y'all remember that fight at all? I don't remember that fight. I remember his loss to yeah. Formiga. And that was one where he just didn't show up. Cause I, I, I hammered. I don't know if I bet it, but I hammered on the pick Figgy to win because I think Juicy McFrag is trash, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least I thought he was. And uh, Formiga just, it, it, he just, Devison fought scared because of Formiga so good on the ground. It was a weird, but I don't remember the Pantoja fight. I remember the, Brandon Moreno's fought Pantoja twice and lost. I remember both those fights that Moreno fought him. Yeah, I mean, dude, when you, you broke that down fucking perfect, like, I fucking changed my mind like three times while you were breaking that it's down. Tough. It's a tough it fight. It really to is, man. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, like, damn, you know, Brandon Moreno's a younger fighter. Oh, uh, he, mm-hmm. he's he's getting better at this weight class. Yeah, Figgy's older, but um, you know, Moreno can obviously take Figgy's best shot. What does Figgy do afterwards? Oh, well, now Figgy's fucking training with the best flyweight of all time. Yeah, like Jesus, and fuck, it looks dude. to be in. I mean, never looks to be in bad shape. Figure yeah. is always lean, but he looks. I mean, fucking shredded. Yeah, this. I mean, I think like all all flyweight fights, just because they're so fucking tiny, but yeah. also so jacked at the same time. This would be good to see. I don't. I don't think Miranda's gonna be a problem, but this would be good to see on the on the scales. Yeah. Um, but uh, fuck this shit. I mean, honestly, I, I got to go Figgy just because of the dog points again. Yeah. Like it's so evenly matched. Um, and it, it's and not even say it's evenly matched. Like we're talking about one guy who's got fucking lights out power, and one guy who's I think going to be a lot more durable. He's going to be a lot better in shape yeah um but yeah plus 155 for you know someone as dominant as figgy, figgy can be give it to me you, you know and i've never been in this situation before but you got to imagine the mental because fighting so mental figgy just came off two performances against joe b where he murdered him like literally joe b's dead right yeah with every punch with every with every exchange he killed him and then he fights moreno and he lands a really good shot moreno's like come on like he's talking to him like oh that's it and it's like you gotta think in your head like fuck like what 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 now like right like mentally it's because he's always been the big bad 125er he hits Mm -hmm. you you go down he meets moreno moreno's got that fucking chin he's not gonna go down but if this if this wins i think figgy wins by decision i don't see him finishing moreno i can see moreno finishing figgy in, in multiple ways um I don't know. It's a tough fight, but I, I, I'm going to rock with, with Moreno here. Um, and you guys are both on the dog points, uh, which I like. It's, it's a tough fight. It's a really high, yeah. high-level fight. All right, main event, big boys. Woo! Woo, 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 woo! Francis Agani, Frankie Murder, plus 118 versus Ciro Gone, minus 144. Has that line moved? I've been surprised by that line. Has it moved, uh, Christian? What, what did you uh, have it as? It's about minus one fifty gone now. Okay, it, I it's just picked up steam. It was yeah. sitting almost a pickup until 
around Christmas time. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. It was to get right. Very even. And then the more people that show up, well, California, never mind. They're not, they don't have legalized betting, but yeah. Um, was Francis Ngannou plus one eighteen, uh, Cyril Gon minus one forty four to one fifty is what Christian said. Who wants it? I'll go first if you guys don't want to take it. But does anybody have a real strong? They want to go first. If not, I'll take it. I'll break it down, baby. All right. So this I'll run. Hold on, let me run this because I'm gonna be short. Run it. Run it. Run it. Bro, that that Cyril game technical bullshit don't work <laughs> against this guy. <laughs> that shit don't work, bro. He ain't gonna uh, give you the chance to be fast and do head movement. It's yeah. gonna be. I'm coming to fucking take your head off. <laughs> and uh, even if you do hit me, I'm walking through it like you did right. Stipe. Like, Stipe caught him with the fucking heavy fucking, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was a left hook. Well, it was, it, was a, it was Stipe's best punch. It was a pullback right hand. Yeah, same thing and, he hit and, a Brazilian boy. literally with. turned Francis's head. So that's why Stipe rushed in like, oh, I got him. And then fucking left hook and Stipe yeah. fucking dead. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he took a big shot. Yeah. And so, I mean, until proven otherwise. Right. Like. And, and, you know, I, I get, you know, people are going to talk about the Derek Lewis fight and how fucking pathetic that was. But um, that was nearly probably over three years ago. I'm assuming sure. it's been a lot. of That's been a long time. So, uh, yeah. So uh, this guy being a dog is unbelievable. Crazy. Um, obviously, like I think so he's plus 130 on DraftKings right now. If you were taken by knockout, wow. you might get plus 135. Wow. So, you know, that, I mean, because that's the only way he's going to win. Plus yeah. 175. He's not. Yeah, he's not win- for knockout. Yeah, knockout. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't if, win- I mean, he ain't winning the way. That's on DraftKings. That's the best line out there too. Yeah. If no, this if, if this goes five rounds, it's gone. Like it, it, Frankie Francis isn't winning a decision for sure. He's knocking him out. So that's that's fucking amazing. I just, I want to see first round real quick. First round plus four fifty. Son, run it. Son, better right I got, now. I got, I got some free bets, man. Yeah. I'm, uh, that's 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 going to go on a parlay. It's going to be. I'm going to do like your fucking slime ball, and then I'm going to yeah. put that in there. To boost, to boost the hell out of it, but yeah, give me give me a guy. I love I'll, it. I'll let you sharps take over from Christian. There. You want me to go? You want to go, babe? I'll go because go I'm ahead. on the opposite side. And then you whoa, can, really hey. hey! To paraphrase Tim, that game technical bullshit. <laughs> 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 this is going to be a boring fight, and it's going to go the distance. Oh, that's what I think. I think it's that technical bullshit. I think we're looking at a Derek Lewis, uh, Francis and Goddard type Ooh, fight. Man, I hope not. I so, hope not. We got five rounds now, though. That was only three. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they're going to be I, listen, total strikes. If that Derek Lewis, Francis Gandhi went five rounds, I I would have been dead right now from <laughs> boredom. I can't believe. Like that was like hyped up. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I had like friends this. over. I'm like, listen, don't blink, boys, don't blink. Right. And I'm like, all right, you guys can leave. Yeah, I'm depressed. Yeah. So what I think is we're gonna see that technical bullshit. Uh, I, I do. I think it's a fight you could definitely play both ways. Taking yeah. Ganu round one KO, taking Ganu round two KO, mm-hmm. and then I mean, just you could put uh, Gon in some parlays. You could put a lot of money on straight. You got the easy hedge opportunities. I think God's got this pretty easily. He's oh, he's shit. just has looked wow. so much more skilled. Wow. I think he's gonna dance around him. You know, if he tries to take, you know, I, I think he's can avoid any takedowns. He keeps such far distance. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know if God or if uh, has the skills to close it. Um, I, I wish the line wouldn't have gone up. I didn't expect it to. I thought it would stay the same. I right. don't ever bet that far out. Um, I think some uh, money's gonna come in on Ngannou there. I really do. And so yeah. Once the casuals just sit, start like thinking, because you know, casual folks are just they're betting day of. Like they're saying, oh, who, who's fighting in in two hours? Let me bet it. Right, right. So yeah, 
So yeah, we're, I, I feel the exact, my breakdown is the same as Tim's. It's just, it's I opposite. think that technical bullshit is going to work. That is Woo! funny. So, this is why yeah, we do like, the podcast. I got two of the sharpest minds. Uh, my breakdown is this, that technical bullshit is not going to work. Nah, <laughs> Frankie murder. Um, listen, I, I had a whole video plan. I had notes. I was going to do a video, like a talking head video. I don't like the way Francis has handled himself with this in the contract negotiation. Let me be clear. I think he deserves to get paid a lot of money, right? He's the heavyweight champ in the world. He's a scary individual. He deserves to get paid that money. But when you're making demands that your next contract, they're letting you to go box. If you go box Tyson Fury, you're fucking dead, bro. You have power. You don't have technique. That's the one thing. Like, let, Let's pull back the leverage a little bit. I want you to get your mills. But I don't want to see you go box and ruin the brand. You know what I mean? We already got Jake Paul knocking out old fucking MMA fighters. We don't need the heavyweight champ in the world going to get knocked out by a fucking Deontay Wilder, which he would, or Tyson Fury, the best heavyweight boxer in the world. So uh, cool down with the boxing. Get your mills, stay in MMA. So this fight, Gon's the popular pick. Everyone loves Gon. His technical aspect, his technical application is amazing. His distance, his his management, his reflexes, everything's perfect. He's got the high guard. He keeps his hands high. He knows when to come in. He knows when to go out. They know each other. Um, they they've had the same coach, Francis. Uh, fuck, not Francis. Uh, Ferdinand. Fernand Lopez. Right. Yeah, yeah, over there in France. Um, and apparently Fernand has video of Cyril dropping Francis. Francis today said that he knocked gone out with a head kick during training and that he never brought it up because he felt bad and it was an accident. So there's a lot of, he said we, you know, type shit going on right now. Again, man, Alan Iverson, that's practice, right? That's practice. But these two dudes, I knew when Gon debuted in the UFC, they literally, first thing they said was, this is Francis Ngannou's sparring partner. Because you can't find many dudes that spar Francis Ngannou other than Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland is like <laughs> the only guy willing to spar Francis Ngannou. Um, but listen, you, this is why MMA is so fucking incredible. This is why I love this sport so much. Francis Ngannou is, is, is a freak athlete. This dude, if, if he was born in America, like say Florida, say Texas, this guy's first round draft pick in the NFL, defensive lineman probably. Like he's that explosive and that big of an athlete. But we got him in MMA. And even though I don't like the way he's handling himself with the, with, the, with, the, with the negotiations and stuff, I think he's over leveraging himself, even though I do want him to get paid hopefully that's not a distraction because he's got a real test in front of him. He's got a guy that's technically better than him. And he's got a guy that is not afraid of him because he sparred him before and gone on the embedded and the countdown. is just a smiley Frenchman ready to work. This guy's Very fucking GSP vibes. Yeah. He's happy. He's happy to be there and he's fucking good. And the one thing that separates from Francis besides the technical aspect is this guy's been five rounds and he hasn't shown once to slow down. Francis has been five rounds once with Stipe. That was a million years ago, and Stipe wrestled him. Gassed after the second round, right? The second Stipe fight went to the second round, and, and gone definitely looked good. But when you got a guy that's pay, when you're swinging and missing is hopefully what Gon's going to make him do. That's a whole different ball game. But it comes down to the power. I, I, I've rarely seen power like this. I mean, I've watched Francis's fights. He'll take three to give one half shot, and he's putting. 
top guys out. Jersey and Ronan Stark had 80 kickboxing fights, had been knocked out once, and Francis deaded him. You know what I mean? Like, that's just insane amount of power. Everyone that trains with this guy says, like, it's 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 ungodly. Like, you've never felt it before. So even though Gon and him have sparred, and he's the technical better fighter, it only takes one, and I truly believe that, and I think Francis is going to get that one, and he's going to KO him. I like Francis by knockout. I don't know if it's round one, because I do see kind of a – since they know each other, I do see a feeling out process in round one. I don't see Francis blitzkrieging them, but I do see uh, them getting reads and then possibly round two knockout. Francis also, the one thing that people don't talk about, I've, I've mentioned his power a hundred times. His speed is phenomenal too. He's so fast. And uh, yeah, I like Frankie murder here, man. I like Frankie. Francis and Ganyu. All right, boys. Time for our locks. Get our locks out here. Since I'm the champ, I'm going to go first. I don't know what I want to do first because I do have all mine written down. I don't think you're going to take my dog. I don't really, think, dog. You, I don't really think you're going to take my mortal lock either. So I kind of... Hmm. All right, you know, I'm going to go mortal lock, right? Because, you know, that's that's going to be my my most confident bet. I want to get that one in. And, and even though I'm probably going to... Even though this contradicts everything in my system, I'm going to go Jack De La Malena, uh, Maladalina as my mortal lock. I just I'm high in this guy. I think Pete Rodriguez is going to be good for the first two minutes, and then Jack's going to take over. Um, again, I could be wrong. I'll find out pretty quick because if Pete wins, it's going to be within two minutes. Uh, so give me Jack's my mortal lock. All right, Timbo, mortal lock time, babe. All right, I don't want to be the guy. I don't. Uh, I don't want to. Uh oh. Uh oh. So be I think, the guy. I think be the Tapuria guy. Tapuria is off limits, right? Who? Tapuria. No, no one's off limits. Remember, if you if you bet someone that high and they lose. You just you 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 lose a point in our system, so it's a risk we world. You get a point, you're gonna lose a point. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but okay, okay. Because he's five. Yeah, anything I mean, over three, anything over three hundred, you're gonna lose a point. Like I'll lose it. I'll lose a point because I think Jack's now over three hundred. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I gotta go off my my. I think you're up next, guy. I and mean, that's your guy, right? right? I mean, that's my, that's your guy. My, my I mean, he's world. right yeah. there with Brandon Ravel. Like he is your guy. <laughs> Hey man, I swear to God, I did not. How he won that fight? Hey, did you listen? To, have to you me. listened to the podcast? My no, podcast? no, I haven't. Oh I haven't. man, I, I do a bit about. <laughs> I said, no matter what Tim Mitchell says, Brandon Rafal is his guy. <laughs> you know what's so funny? You're gonna kick I will out get him, him and uh, Jonathan uh, Martin. Yeah, they they well they I have a similar look. For the rest they have of life. A, yeah, they have a similar look. Um, all right, t- uh, Christian CC, what do you got here, babe? Mortal uh, lock. Um, Jeez, I don't want to be as square as you guys taking my <laughs> five. God damn, dude. Let's uh, give me Gravely again. I think he's going to Okay. Out. That's a good one. That was going to be mine if I couldn't take Deporia. You better you lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. All right, we locked him up. All right, Timbo, you got sent him home or you got Dog City? You going dog? You going to send him home, babe? We're going home, baby. Oh, Just hold on. Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? Nganu, bro. Yeah, Easy. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a smart play. That's what I had to. I had him written down. Send him. Christian, who you like sending, baby? Who's, who's sending him home for you? And you yeah, can't pick uh, Tony Gravely because you're in love with the guy. I wanted to go with your guy, <laughs> Della Madeleine. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Because that other guy has only fought for four minutes. That's <laughs> your career. Um, give me the black belt, Hunter. Who's that? 
Rodolfo Vieira. Oh, Rodolfo sorry. Vieira. His la- his, his nickname's Rodolfo. the Black Belt Hunter. Yeah. Fuck. Bro, that's no shit. That's tough yeah. as shit. I didn't know yeah, that. Because he needs one back because he he got pushed down a brown belt. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his therapist fucking had her give him his black belt back. Um, I don't. I'm not making fun of people in therapy, but yeah, that's that's whew, whew, tough scene. All right, my send them home. Oh, shit. Oh, really one choice here, I think. You know what, guys? Um, see, I had Francis. I, I should have. I had Francis as my center or my dog, and I should have went him first because I don't think you guys would have took uh, Menelena. But you know what? My center home is going to be. You know what? Give me fucking Brandon Moreno. You know what I mean? I think he can get it done again. I I, I just have a feeling. I'm I'm the only one on that side. So let me get two points. Because if you guys win, you get two points. So I might as well try to get two points on that side. All right, doggy dog, dog, the bounty hunter's son is now going to pick his dog of the night. Christian, who do you got? Uh, give me Cody Stamen. Dog City. I like that. I like that. Timbo, I'll let you go first since I'm the champ. Go ahead and pick your dog, man. Give me Fig Newton. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? Fig Newton. Figueroa. Figueroa. You guys got these cool nicknames. I'm like, who the fuck? Well, I'm trying to find them on the paper. Is there a guy <laughs> named Fig Newton that we didn't know? Doggy dog. All right. So I got I got really only two choices here. Um oh, fuck. You know what? Give me give me Wellington Terman. I'll I'll go I'll go a dog off. He Christian's got sent him. I'll go dog off. I ain't fuck. I ain't afraid, dude. What? Here we go. Ain't afraid yeah. of this guy. What do we got twenty dollars on? Uh, Stamen and Saeed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna Saeed. mark. I'm just gonna mark that down here on the paper, just so right. it, I'm just. I'm not gonna write twenty dollars. I'm gonna write Christian owes me twenty dollars yeah. because that's because <laughs> I'm gonna win. All right, that's it, baby. Pay per view. I'm so excited. Fights are back. Bengals yeah, are in the playoffs, which is something I haven't experienced in six years, and they actually won, which is something I haven't experienced since 1991. Um, Shout out Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis, baby, he took him. He took him ugh, six times, and they didn't win. Shout I'm not, out Andy Dalton. I'll, yeah, Andy Dalton. Yeah, he took him four. Well, the, the the last time we went, Dalton broke his thumb three games before that, so it was actually AJ McCarron. And oh AJ, yeah, I was Alabama boy. Played the Broncos. Huh. They played the Broncos with uh, McCarron. Yeah, we we yeah. played the Steelers the first round. We had the game won. Then Ryan Chazier, all we had to do was run out the clock, and Jeremy Hill, that fucking idiot, fumbles. And then Vontae's perfect kills, gives Antonio. The reason Antonio Brown's crazy is because Vontae's perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he killed him. And then Joey Porter runs on the field and pulls Pac-Man's hair. So they fight. And then we get the penalty and not Joey Porter, even though the fucking coach ran on the field. I, I could go fucking two weeks. Um, but that was tough. I mean, all the losses are tough. My, my personal worst loss was Phillip Rivers coming in the year before. And it was like six degrees in Cincinnati. And this is a fucking San Diego team. They don't play in the cold. Phillip Rivers' record in the cold is dog shit. We were a pretty good defense that year. Offense was eh. And we just let an egg. It was it was terrible. But I'm so excited to fight you back. I mean, last week kind of stunk a little bit. I didn't get to pay too much attention. The main event was incredible. Even though this isn't a powerhouse card, there's some really good fights. I think we have a break. I think this card, and I think we have a break for a week, yeah, and then do. I think we have like five or six back to back that it yes. ends. It ends in the Columbus card, and then yes. we have like a week or two off, which is so sick. I'm buying. I don't get paid this Friday because because I was on vacation last week. I already got that check, but I think I'm gonna 
if my gambling winnings come through, I'm going to pay uh, for some seats. I was looking at, I wanted floor seats. Floor seats. Ooh. So I wanted floor seats. And the, the, the one floor seats that are kind of in the back, I mean, they're on the floor. They're about $2.97 each. And I'm like, that's not, I mean, listen, we're going one time. But the problem is, really the problem, I had no problems because going with the wife, no problem spending like 300 bucks for a ticket, you know, whatever, because I only go once every blue moon. But the fucking hotels in Columbus, I mean, it's an hour and 20 minutes away. Two nights stay in Columbus, like 800 bucks. I'm like, $400 a night for a Sheridan? Like, fuck you. Oh, you know what I mean? An that's hour? Why don't you just drive? Well, because we kind of want to, you know, we got two oh. kids, man. Oh, Listen, yeah. when you when you got two yeah. kids, like when we, we were going to go to Virginia, she told me to see Tim. She's like, let's stay Friday. And I said, what if he sees us? Cause like Ashley's like, please don't tell him. And I didn't, I, I didn't want, you know, cause if I'm walking around, you know, Rutgersville, Virginia, I mean, <laughs> this big beef body, someone's gonna let Tim know, Hey dude, there's a beefcake at a hotel right down the street from me. You better go check this dude out. So I don't want to get, I didn't want to get spotted. Um, I was like, no, let's just go for a day. And then it was a lot farther driving. I thought it was like seven and a half hours. I'm like, well, I can do that. No big deal. And then she got sick and then everything happened, but she's like, let's do two nights. And I was like, well, let's just do one. But, you know, when you get away from the shoes, end up being right. We should have done two nights because you get away from the kids. You want two nights, you know, because we mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of, you know, we have a crowded bed. Let's just say that, boys. You know what I mean? Got you. Yeah. You'll get there if you get kids. You'll get there. Even when you put strict, strict, regular, no kids in the bed. It's nighttime. It's bedtime. They'll end up in there. And then you'll, you'll, you know, we've been caught a few times. It's not, it's not, it's not romantic. It's, it's demoralizing. You know, <laughs> she walks in, daddy, my iPad's broken. And <laughs> I don't want to get too graphic, but let's just say the wife was, was doing something in, in, in her, her hands and her mouth were full. And, uh, so I threw the blanket over her and I said, Winnie, go outside. I'll, I'll fix your iPad in a minute. She goes, where's mommy? And I'm like, all right, this is the time out. We're done. I can't, I can't fucking do it. I can't concentrate. Um, and because we bought new doors our, cause we moved in, our doors were fucking horrible. So we bought new doors and they didn't come with locks. Like we, like the handles and stuff didn't have locks. Like, oh, we'll buy locks. Never bought locks. So none of our doors yeah. lock. So it's barge right in. So, <laughs> Uh, so that's what it is, but, uh, fun stuff, guys. I can't wait. I'm looking to defend my strap. Uh, again, there's a lot of spots here, um, that I'm excited about, man. I think we picked a good card. We're split on some fights. And the best thing I love about all this is the ones that were split on each of us that were split or whoever was very confident in their pick, which I love. Mm-hmm. I love that for the people that are listening. Cause then they're like, well, yeah, fucking Christian sold that shit. I'm rocking with gone <laughs> or, you know, vice versa. So that's, that's pretty fucking dope. All right, boys. Closing, closing words for me. It's Tell there's me. a lot. I think most of the value on this card is not within the winner loser, but it's within the over under two and a half rounds. There's a lot of props available and I am awful at props. My record last year on props were dog shit. So this is depth and Timbo is hundred percent, right? This is definitely a card to really get my props up. And that's something I'm going to be looking at when I go to bed tonight. That's what I'll just be surfing the props. Likewise. Yeah. So, all right, boys, always fun. Appreciate you. Everyone listening and watching. I appreciate it. I'll see you boys. Peace. Later. Those are my guys right there. God, good to be back. Sorry, we went on that uh, that tangent there a little bit um, when it when it comes to um, fighting and whatnot. But listen, fun stuff. I love it. Uh, I love doing the podcast with these guys. And uh, like and subscribe. Like, well, yeah, like and subscribe on YouTube. 
what else they say? Rate review. Rate review on I. You can rate review on, uh, or I think you can rate on uh, Spotify. Do it. We're on all the platforms. We're on all the motherfucking platforms. All right, let's go. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Woo! <laughs> Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dollar.